This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hi, this is Pastor Joyce Crankfield, host of the Rosa Sharon broadcast, asking you to join me every Saturday at 8.15 a.m. on WCNO. That's Rosa Sharon with Pastor Joyce Crankfield, Saturday at 8.15 a.m. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen. 
take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. We usually generally are attracted to people that have a lot more in common with who we are. And sometimes some of our children have a lot in common with us. And sometimes we look at our kids and go, I know you didn't come from me. You ain't, who are you? Are you an alien? You don't even look like me. So sometimes parents are attracted to the personality types of some of their children and repelled by the personality types of the other children. That happens. There is chemistry there. It happens in relationships. It happens in family. It happens in marriage. Maybe it's possible even even in our kids. We see this manifest sometimes where we like one kid over the other kid. Sometimes it goes both ways. Sometimes your kids don't like you. Sometimes they look at you and they go, dear God, are you sure you put me in the right family? I mean, I understand the whole DNA process and how it had to be this way, but maybe I was supposed to be put up for adoption, Lord. Did you get this right? Hmm? Listen to me, God doesn't want you to only appreciate that they're different, but He also wants you to love them the same. I'm going to try that again. God does not only want you to appreciate that your children are different, but He wants you to love them. The same. Huh? You say, Pastor, how can I do that? How can I do that? Listen, only Jesus can help you do that. The truth is, is when we play favorites, a lot of the times it reveals selfishness on our part. Because we're placing value on one child because of what we think is important. We got maybe we have a very strong work ethic and we see one of our kids that's more drawn to the artistic kind of a life. So we're very hard on that child because we think they're lazy. They don't meet our standard. And instead of empowering him the gift, we parent from frustration. Ooh, it's quiet. Rebecca loved Jacob because she liked having Jacob around the house. It was nice to have Jacob around the house. It was nice to have a young man in the house that put value on her motherhood, that put value on what she was doing in the tent, that put value on her preparing food and making sure everybody's needs were met. And she was drawing something from this emotional thing that Jacob was providing for her that she probably wasn't getting from Isaac because Isaac was out running around in the woods with Esau. Hmm? And so what happens is, is Jacob becomes the center of her world. And while that might sound cute to some of us, I mean, that's pretty sick. It's not the order of the family that God has called us to have. It, it's sinful. And Esau was Isaac's favorite because he loved to hunt and he loved to stay outside and eat wild game. He loved to hang out with his boy and, and shoot and hunt and fish. And, and so he pours himself into this child more than he ever could pour himself into Jacob. And though he knew Jacob was still the son of the promise, he was determined to give the birthright to Esau. Even though he knew the word of God over Jacob. Because he loved Esau. How many know that favoritism was really their selfishness? It was about Rebecca and Isaac getting their need met through their kids. And the consequences of that favoritism manifested very badly for that entire family. And it manifested in those boys very badly. And we see it all the time in our culture today, don't we? 
Disfavored children, this is the truth. These are real statistics. Disfavored children, the child in the family that feels the most left out, the child in the family that feels the least love, they experience the worst outcomes across the board. Statistically in our country, they have more depression. They have greater aggressiveness. They carry lower self-esteem. And they have a poorer academic performance across the board. Because they feel unloved and unworthy by the parent, whether it's true or not. Hmm? And it's not that great for the kid that's favored either. The kid that gets all the favor from mama and papa. Ain't that good for him? Look what happened to Joseph. The rest of his brothers hated him. They couldn't stand to be around him. They despised him to the point where they sold him into slavery and conspired to murder him. Colossians 3.21 says this, Fathers, do not exasperate your children so that they will not lose heart. How many of you recognize, even in great families where there is more than one child, there is always sibling rivalry? Always. Me and my brothers, man, we fault to the point of tearing down the house. We kept my mama in tears. Broken. We fought. We beat each other's cars. We busted windows. We stole from each other. We hid each other's money. We plotted and manipulated against each other growing up. I know, come on, am I the only one that had brothers and sisters like that? Listen to me, parents. You have to work hard to be even handed, it's hard work. And not to show favoritism or preference. That means that even though there are times when one child demands more attention than another child, you got to try really hard to balance it all out. you got to try hard. For instance, when one child's sick, that child requires a lot of your attention. you got to make the extra effort to make the other child still feel loved when the other child's sick. Or let's say you got one child that's just great at sports. And all of a sudden, you're running all over town in the minivan with all the children in the minivan for that one child. You got to balance that out. You got to discover the strengths of all your children. And let me tell you something that is absolutely sick to say to one of your kids Why can't you be more like your sister? Why can't you be more like your brother? Can I just tell you this morning, you need to get that out of your vocabulary right now. That is a curse. It is ungodly. You need to get rid of that. Those are words of death. And when you speak that over your kids, you sow the seed of rebellion into the heart of your children when you do that. They are words of death. Don't play favorites. And this is the last, this is the last one. They made a mistake of not communicating spiritual value. To their children. They didn't give it to them. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a minute, but first I want to take the opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship services are 9 and 11 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church 
And there's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church, whether it's children's church, youth group, senior meetings, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for everyone. Verse 29 says, Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with that red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, Sell me your birthright of this day. And Esau said, Look, I'm about to die. So what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose, and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. The first real encounter between these two boys comes down to a showdown over the birthright. Where Esau, by culture and by right, really had the birthright, but Jacob wants it, so he manipulates and tries to jump ahead of God to steal it. Because he's a trickster. Hmm? There are character deficiencies in both of them and they're revealed here. And it, repeal, it also reveals some parenting flaws. The fact that Esau would give up his birthright in a rash moment reveals something very telling about him. He's a wild man. He only thinks in the moment. He reacts to what's in front of him. He's never learned how to tell his body no. He's impulsive. He gives in right away. He's treating spiritual things lightly, so he's acting impulsively, and he uses his condition to exaggerate the state that he's in. You ever met anybody impulsive like that? Everything's dire. They call you up. I just need $20. If I don't get $20, I'm going to drop dead in five minutes. Can you help me? Hmm? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. How many know he wasn't going to die? He was just hungry. He, he was hungry, but he acts like he has no choice. He blocked his own self in with his own limited thinking because he's not spiritual, and he acts like he's going to die. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen, with people who are ruled by their appetites. Hmm? That's what children do if they are ruled by their appetite and they don't learn the higher principles of what's right and what's wrong, what's of life and what's of death, and what matters most. They will be consumed in their adulthood by appetites if you don't put it in them. And the appetites for the things of this culture has destroyed child after child after child through addiction to drugs, through addiction to alcohol, addiction to the culture, addiction to pornography, addiction to the society that's bent on self-destruction and a twisted way of thinking where there's no purpose and destiny even conceived in their mind to where children today are driven to where almost 47 kids each day in this country kill themselves. Because life ain't worth living anymore. I hope you're getting this today. 
You ever look at your kid and say, what in the world were you thinking? You just look at them and you're baffled. You go, what in the world were you thinking? You ever had that moment? I mean, there are parts of your brain that do not develop consequences and actions until you're 18 years old. The truth is, is they don't know what they were thinking. That's the truth. They really don't. Did you really know what you were thinking when you were 18? When I was 15, I knew everything that you could ever possibly know as a human being. I had it together, man. I knew the answer to every problem in the world. I knew my life. I was the master of my own desk. And then by the time I was 20, I had amnesia. I'd forgotten everything I knew. I got in the real world and nothing made sense. Can, can I get a testimony? Can anybody testify to that this morning? They weren't thinking. So who needs to help these kids think? You do. That's the charge of being a parent. You do. It's your responsibility before God. And the truth is, Isaac and Rebecca should have come around to their son and taught him, listen, dude, Esau, we love you. We're God's chosen people. You ain't going to starve to death. you got a destiny. You ain't going to go hungry, boy. We're rich. We got food in all the tents. Our daddy owns more cattle than we can count. What are you thinking, Esau? Think about that. Esau, quit giving in to every little impulse in your body and learn right now that you are the oldest child in this family, which means that you got a responsibility until God changes things. Hmm? I mean, when, in, when you get to the New Testament over in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15, Esau, they tell you a little bit more about Esau. It says this, Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled, lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau. Like Esau. Who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. Which tells you that he still had another birthright from God. He was still a part of the promise. Mm, come on now. Esau, he satisfied his flesh in a moment of pressure and anxiety. And what that revealed is that Isaac and Rebekah loved him. But they didn't teach him right concerning God. And the rest of his destiny was shaped by the way he was raised. I mean, later on in the story down the road, that changes for Isaac and Rebecca, and they pull it together, and God does a miracle for them. But if Esau was a man that lived on impulses, what about Jacob? You got Jacob, who's a manipulator. He's a trickster. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. He knows the birthright is his. He knows the promise. His mama told him that the birthright is his. But here he is coming along trying to help God out. Here he is coming along taking matters into his own hand because God ain't on his timetable. And he's going to make this thing happen. He's going to prove to Esau and everybody else that God's word is true. Hmm? Some of us, man, we're always trying to help God out. 
Some of us in here this morning, God's just saying, hold on a minute. Slow down. The promise is real for your house. Don't sweat it. Stop taking matters into your own hands. You keep making it a mess. Stop trying to do it your way and learn how to trust me. Listen, as believers, we don't live by the flesh. We walk by the Spirit of God. And God don't need your help. We need the help of His Spirit. So Jacob manipulating, trying to take advantage of his brother is about to cause a rift in his family that literally takes decades to bring healing and undo. Jacob was a mess. Look, you might be sitting here this morning and you're saying, Pastor, my parenting has been a disaster. Wow. It's been pretty selfish. I didn't realize how many little things I was missing. Well, can I just tell you this morning, just repent of that. Make it right. Get it right with God. He's the God that extends grace to us fully. His desire is to see you become the best parent you could ever be in whatever situation you're facing right now. Say, Lord, I'm sorry for parenting from a selfish perspective. I've made my wife, I've made my kids all about my dreams. I haven't focused on their dreams at all. You know how easy that is to get right? God, I'm sorry. I receive the the forgiveness that you provided for me 2,000 years ago. I thank you for it that it manifests in my life today and I can get my family back on track. I can get my parenting back on track. Lord, I want to do it your way right now. I don't want my kids to reap a whirlwind throughout their lifetime because of some silly mistake where I was stubborn and obstinate when it came to raising them. And I was determined to do it my way instead of your way. Hmm? And some of you in here, you don't just need to repent to God. Some of you parents in here need to go to your children and say, you know what? I blew it. Pastor said a few things today, and I was wrong about some stuff that I did with you. And I need to make that right with you, and I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. Will you forgive me? Listen, one of the best things you'll ever do for your children is to be humble before them and ask your children to forgive you. It's the heart of pride that thinks that you don't need to ask your kids to forgive you. Parenting 101. Hmm? That means you sit down with your kids, you sit down with your spouse, and you just say, look, I love you. We're in this together. I got some things I need to get right. There's some things God put his finger on my heart today, and I'm making it right. We're going to the next level. I'm going to be a better mother. I'm going to be a better father. I'm going to help you fulfill the destiny of your life. You might be sitting here this morning, and your kids aren't old enough to have this conversation. I want to tell you something. When you pray for your kids, don't beg and ask God to touch your kids. Don't do it. You command the blessing of God over their life. And you watch it manifest in their life according to His Word. You go in that child's room in the morning or in the evening, whatever, they're laying down there sleeping, and you just begin to speak over them. Father, I thank You 
that they are the blessed of the Lord. I thank you that all the days of their life, no harm will come to them. I thank you that, Lord, throughout their life, they marry the right person, they get the right job opportunities, they go to the right schools, that their heart is never far from you. I thank you that I'm a good father and I'm a, or I'm a good mother and that my child will grow up having the best opportunity to become everything that you've destined her to become or you've destined him to become. Father, I give you praise for that. Command the blessing over your children. They've been doing it in the Jewish culture for 5,000 years. It works good. It works really good. So you don't have to keep asking God for something He's already promised. You just got to be grateful for it and speak it over your kids. And you can say, God, I just want to live the way Jesus wants me to live. I just want to be Jesus. Don't leave here this morning and just go lay down in your mud. Get up. Get up. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgarner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at IgniteYourWorld.com. I'm your host, Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell or rent a home, a first-time home buyer or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, 
go to www.destinynetwork.org.